Okay. So we are now going to conclude chapter 19. And we said at the end of yesterday that the essence quality of godliness is chachma, seminal wisdom, which is expressed in complete nullification to God. And therefore, the essence quality of evil is self. What happens to the Jew who sins? As the Jew succumbs to more and more sins, he doesn't lose his essence nature, but it becomes covered over. It's put in exile. And the forces of evil are more and more encroaching on his godly soul and usurping the powers of his godly soul, up to, but not including, the seminal wisdom itself. You can't put the seminal wisdom in exile, meaning usurp its powers, because it's too strong for that. But it can put it to sleep and it does. So in a real sinner, the powers of evil have encroached on the godliness. They are stripping away the powers of godliness and using it to aggrandize themselves. And seminal wisdom is sleeping. Until, until the ultimate test. A test in, do you believe in God or not? Will you give everything up for your belief in God? The classical test will be, bow to this idol or I'll kill you. And convert to this other religion or I'll kill you. And there are various modern forms of this as well. And this is different. This isn't like, so I want to indulge in my passion, or should I not? This is like, do I believe in God? And since this is a test directly attacking seminal wisdom, it's violently shaken by this experience. It's being directly attacked. So it wakes up, which is advantageous. Because when it wakes up, there's all of her power shining. The peace of God inside your soul, the absolute intense belief and love and fear and self-sacrifice are all now shining. When she wakes up, her powers are so strong, she frees the entire soul from its bondage to the forces of evil. And now all of the powers of the soul are fighting and overwhelming the forces of evil until the forces of evil melt, melt in the presence of such godly display, of such belief and love and fear and self-sacrifice. And thus, a tremendous sinner can be redeemed from himself deliberately through such a test of his essence, belief in God or not. And this leads us to the last question that we need to answer, which is, where is fear included? We know there has to be fear within this love, because we're told with this natural love, one can serve God completely. And to serve God completely, it's not enough love. We also need fear. Fear is a foundation. Fear is our exceptions of God's authority. Fear is the motivating factor to keep from sin. Fear as well and love are necessary to be the wing to have our commandments fly heavenward. So where is she? Where do I see fear? I see her in my fear of doing anything that could separate me from God. Meaning, the more I love God, the more I fear any deviation from His will as it could cause a crack, a break, a tiny fissure in the oneness of my relationship with God. And therefore, a person with this type of love will self-sacrifice even not to do things that technically might not be considered transgression, but definitely will harm my relationship. Because I love God so much, I fear doing anything that will harm that relationship. And that's the fear 
within the love. 